Hello, and welcome to the Your New Favorite Artist podcast, where we introduce you to an artist each week based on a specifically curated playlist to give you the best of the best of that artist's music. On top of the playlist, we cover the artist's growth and evolution over time. And this week, we are featuring a rising pop star, Chaperone. I'm Kara Koshy. <laughs> and I'm Heather Sachs. <laughs> and to say I love Chaperone is an understatement. I'm forcing Kara to do this episode yeah. on Chapel. Well, I like her, but I don't definitely don't know as much about her as Heather. But this was, like, really fun to, like, actually learn a little bit <laughs> about her. Like, force myself to be like, hey, the Kara. The queen. Yeah. <laughs> I literally don't stop talking about her, so, like, I feel bad around everyone around me I, I like your passion thank you more passion <laughs> she, I, she's my queen but um she's actually her name's not um chapel she was not like birthed as chapel <laughs> what a name I know she's like mm, baby girl chapel. <laughs> I love church <laughs> my god when I was seeing people when I was telling people I saw her mm-hmm. I was like I'm going to chapel I was like girl I'm not going to church <laughs> <laughs> they're like aren't you Jewish I was like yeah I am um but she was born Kaylee Rose Amstoltz um chapel Brown is a queer pop artist who recently released her debut pop album, The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess. And before her debut album, she released her first single, Good Her, in 2017, and then followed it up with the School Nights EP in the same year. And she took a few years away from recording until 2020, when she began working with the producer, Dan Nigro, who also works with Olivia Rodrigo. So, like, I think you can hear a lot of, you know, similarities and... Definitely. Their production. I remember when Bad Idea Right dropped and then Hot To Go, which we have yep. our opinions on Hot To Go. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> we Those dropped in the same night, and it was this both, like, chanty, mm-hmm. like, pop, and it was just, like, very interesting that they dropped side by side, because mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. These are produced by the same yeah. man. Yeah, like, you can tell for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Chabel said at her concert that I attended two weekends ago uh. <laughs> that her school night's EP was when she was dramatic, but she followed it up by saying she's still dramatic, but in a different way. Me too, Queen. Queen. Mm. In 2020, Chapel released Pink Pony Club, but was unfortunately dropped from her label Atlanta Re- Atlantic Records despite the song receiving acclaim. I didn't know that. But, yeah, okay, now she's signed to Island Records and is still working with Dan Nigro and and her music has really grown. Um, it focuses on queer stories and, like, femininity. I think that's, like, a really big thing with her music is it's very feminine. Yes. Um, she also talks a lot about sex, which <laughs> love that. <Queen>. Women. <laughs> I think we need more women talking about gay sex. <laughs> um, but she's currently on tour, and she'll be opening for Olivia Rodrigo on the Guts tour starting in February, which is honestly a really big deal for her. Awesome. Love she's going to be a, like... Blow up like Gracie Abrams did. Like, yeah. I feel like that's her path. She better. I th- Like, I'm going to say something really controversial. I don't think... I'm not the biggest Gracie Abrams fan. Oh, me neither. I just think... I'm like, okay, let's whisper, girl. Yeah. Like, but I feel like this is the one who deserves to She kind up. of... Her and Lizzie McAlpine are, like, one and the same to me, <laughs> which I feel bad b- about saying, but... I feel like this, to me, is, like, when Muna got to open for Taylor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so happy for them, because, like, they're... 
They deserve it. They slay. Yeah, they're great. You should start listening to them. I know, I know. <laughs> I hear like I've heard like Silk Chiffon. I'm like, yes. No. I know there's a better music. You than gotta that listen one. to like their country. <laughs> they have like a little country little thing. You hold me at gunpoint. Yeah. For, that one. <laughs> for um, real. For this episode, instead of grabbing ten songs like we did with the Arena Sawayama episode, we're focusing on five songs. I picked two. Kara picked two, and we agreed on one together that we both loved. Yeah, so the first one I chose was Red Wine Supernova, and this is one of the singles for her new album, and I actually heard this song from her TikTok, so I started listening to (laughs) the other song that I, or the song that we both agreed on first, and so I started getting more of her, like, TikToks on my um, For You page, and I was like, oh, okay, she was, like, promoting the heck out of this song, and Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, okay, I like it. Um, but I started listening to it over the summer and it's just like such a fun summer song, very playful and feminine. So again, I think all of her music is very like girly and awesome. So love that. But in an interview, she was like, this is a campy gay girl song, which like honestly agree. Like the lyrics are so fun. Mm -hmm. I just, I just really like it. But I think the fact that this was a sing, like all of her singles to me, like the way she rolled out her music was very interesting. Yeah. She released eight of the songs before she released the album. This album has 14 songs on it. Mm -hmm. So she released more than half of the album through singles before the album dropped. And I, it's very unconventional and I can see why she did it. Like Mm -hmm. I understand the point of doing that because she's not like an, she's a newer artist and I think she wanted to generate hype from her album by like producing songs so people could hear them. And like, like get a feel of what who she was but I don't know if I agree with that as because to me like singles stand alone in Mm -hmm. like I don't know like it's very strange I understand why she did it but I, I feel like it makes the album slightly less cohesive because they were released over like separately in yes, years years like california was out in 2020 yes Pink Pony club 2020 and then it's three years later yeah dropping like after midnight yeah <laughs> so that's why it feels slight like she couldn't right now i think could never be like an incohesive artist because like the way she is and the way she produces her music and like her mm-hmm. aesthetic is all very like together like it doesn't feel like it's someone else whereas with someone like a different artist i'm trying to think who i would say i don't know like some other artists when they release singles you're like oh okay this honestly let's be honest hold the girl like this hell is not uh conducive to what like hold the girl was so sometimes it doesn't work out but like i feel like she's a very cohesive artist on her own i don't know it's a very interesting topic of how she rolled her music out and like obviously the dropping of the label is probably a big factor in that yeah i i don't know much about island records they're under umg which is like Mm. universal Mm -hmm. which is like the major she's like number one Mm -hmm. but they have really small artists like the biggest artist they have is like demi lovato and sabrina carpenter so like i (laughs) not demi lovato (laughs) okay no hey i've seen demi lovato twice (laughs) Demi Lovato, <laughs> I think 
someone said like matte nails are like the Demi Lovato of nails and that was actually the funniest thing I've ever heard because <laughs> I was like yeah oh my god <laughs> sorry sorry to all you Demi Demi Lovato Lovatics Lovatics oh god something like that I <laughs> that's, think that's crazy <laughs> that's insane but yeah I I just like her a lot I thought this song I saw the video and was like wow Really cute, like fits her vibe a lot. She's yeah. very like pinup girl, but like like country, but her like Midwest. Yeah, she's just like a, like a fun vibe, and like the lyrics are fun. So I like this lyric. It's it makes me kind of giggle. So it's <laughs> back in my house. I've got a California king, and then she goes, "Okay, maybe it's a twin bed with some roommates." And then in the background, it says, "Don't worry, we're cool," which is like the little roommates being like, "Hey, we're chill. Don't worry about it. Y'all can come over." <laughs> it's so Queen. good. Yeah, I don't know. I really, so I read an interview that she writes her songs with a, like a crowd in mind chanting back to mm. her. So like the part where it's like, back of my house, I've got a California, and then like the like, don't worry, we're cool. Like when I saw her, like mm. the, that was the crowd's line. Yeah. And also in this song, um, like the part where she starts the second um, verse where it goes, I like, and then it's like, you mm. like mm. long hair, no bra, that's my type, that's right. That mm. like was written so that she could hear the chants of the crowd mm-hmm. and that like really translates translates well into live performance. Mm-hmm. So, like this song was really, really fun to see live, but I really love the lyric, fell in love with the thought of you because that's so, I spelled it feel in my notes, <laughs> but I know it's fell in love with the thought of you. Um, and I that was like girl so real I was like you you look at someone you're like this is who this person is yeah I think I think the like even the lyrics like that translates to me to be like like um thinking about someone in like a grander way than they actually are and like thinking about a situation in a grand like the way that she's like I got a California king and then she's like wait no sorry (laughs) JK yeah it's actually like that's to like very cohesive like theming with that so definitely you know what good for you good for you girl okay it's like it's okay to be delulu i've been delulu yeah. about so many men in my life so i was like <laughs> i was like this i know the song isn't about men but like i was like girl real <laughs> it's so like good like it's such a like fun lyric so campy yeah just you know euphemisms love it girl <laughs> it's like slay um <laughs> This is going to be a topic we get into a lot. Um, For my next song, (laughs) I chose this song um, that I first heard back in February. This is, like, I've listened to her since February, and the first song I heard... This is... It's only been a year of you listening to her? And I'm, like, this, like... That's crazy. Obsessed with her music. I was looking at my... um, stats my spotify stats Mm -hmm. and my kink is karma is my second most listened to song of all time wow so what's number one uh brutal i don't even know why i don't think i listened to that song that much you clearly did and heat is number three (laughs) so it's yonsei's Yonsei's there Mm, Um, that's crazy but the song I chose was Naked in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, the song starts out with a phone call, which reminds me of Cherry. <laughs> and it's really funny because these are both coming out songs. Yeah. And I was like, I guess to be qualified as a coming out song. You got to have a phone call. You got to do a little, yeah. hi, it's Chapel. <laughs> just landed. Like, I think that's so fun. I know you want it. Um, I, 
So Chap has like this interesting way of singing where sometimes she sings like really low into her chest mm -hmm. and sometimes into her mouth. Like California is intense, like chest singing mm -hmm. and it's not everyone's cup of tea but i feel like this song has a really good mix between her like chest singing and then like her upper like diaphragm mouth singing yeah um the imagery is really cray cray in this in this song mm -hmm. like she's like says stuff she's like love peach and ice cream Sh bedazzled chanel rings i was like okay queen what are you talking about like, okay okay <laughs> she's just like looking through a fridge <laughs> she's like okay we love this she's like when did i put this ring in there <laughs> but um the chorus is my favorite part mm. um when i saw it live it's just it was just like a room of 400 people going touch me touch me touch me touch mm -hmm. me and i just think it's such a fun upbeat song like you just kind of like want to dance mm -hmm. i think it's a really good it shows her like ability to make a bop like this yeah. is like bop af and i love yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah oh really heather yeah i'm i'm gonna start reviewing music like start a vlog and just yeah. be like bop af <laughs> do that for wolfpack radio yeah girl. i'm do sure that. they'd love that. oh they'd love that <laughs> but this song is really fun i I think it's it's a very good, like, intro into her sound. Yeah, I think this is mean because I don't love, like, sad songs, but I don't love her sad songs and slow songs, like, like as much as I yeah. love her, like, poppy songs. But, like, I think that's true with almost anyone except for, obviously, like, Lana Del <laughs> <laughs> She gets a pass. Yeah. Lana Del Rey pass. That's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a good song. I do like it. This is one of the, I think, one of the highlights of her discography, like, very fun and very enjoyable. But for my next song, I picked After Midnight, which as I was listening to it, I was like, wow, what a song. And then I was like, Kara, you know why you like this? Sounds like Carly Rae Jepsen. It sounds exactly like a Carly Rae Jepsen song. Like, I could totally, like, Oh, my hear God. It. Wait, low-key. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. As a, cer <laughs> as a certified Carly stan, I'm not going to say what. <laughs> oh, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say that. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, I love Carly Rae Jepsen. I love all of her music so much. I listen to it quite often. So this song sounds just like a car. Like, it's so, like, I don't know. It's just so Carly. Like, oh, my queen. I <laughs> Tell me maybe. No. <laughs> There's a way Shush. better music. I promise. Oh, my God. This is what I want. Okay, the, there's a specific lyric that got me thinking. It was the, kind of want to kiss your girlfriend. And then there's a variation where it's like, kind of want to kiss your boyfriend, if you don't mind. And it reminds me of like, you know, how like Katy Perry and Britney Spears like love to queer bay when okay. they're like early 2000s. Katy Perry is bisexual. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's I'm, what I'm defending. No, I totally agree. But like, it's just like such a no, yeah, straight, totally. I don't really like agree with the term queer baiting necessarily. I mean, sometimes. Like sometimes it's like, mm -hmm. Sometimes like, it's obvious, like, Harry I, know, Styles. I see it on the tip yeah. of your tongue, Harry Styles. He's <laughs> just, like, weird. But, like, I also, like, obviously, I don't know. It's just strange. Like, I know Chaperone is not queer banning because she's a queer woman. Like, you can't do that. But, like, <laughs> it's very strange to, like, try and force people to come out. But it's also strange to be, like, like, knowingly taking a certain 
quote unquote aesthetic of like gayness and like queerness yeah and using it to your advantage i just thought about it when i was listening to this i was like hmm like how do you like draw the line like there is no yeah. line between like because on one side like i remember people were like forcing billy eilish to, like come out and be oh, like i remember that it's like what do you want people to do but it's also like p- artists like and labels and uh you know pr people like willingly and knowingly use a specific culture that they know will resonate well with their audience yeah. in order to get um sales and i'm really just thinking of harry styles i'm sorry this is, this is <laughs> defamation he's bald too. now so you know i i don't think he looks as bad as the internet is saying but like he just looks old yeah, like, but like he's been looking old. A he just bit. looks the same. I was like, his hair's been going for a while. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, he just looks. He hasn't looked very good. I'm so sorry. Love on tour. The outfits, not his don't, best. Don't talk about the show that that I went to. The one LA show that was he was like naked. No, no, oh. it was the one bad outfit. It was like like Laker colored mm. like. He kind of looks like a, a clown. Yeah, and then a candy cane <laughs> leg. And I was, I see, I remember him rising out. And I was like, <laughs> what the? I was like, oh my God. There was one outfit that I, were, well, obviously he was like shirtless. <laughs> like suspenders. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, okay, nice. <laughs> but like, I don't know. He just like, whatever. He's a strange man, that one. <laughs> but Chapel. Yeah, back to her. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just interesting. I like the lyrics of this one a lot. I do, too. I like... She always thinks about, like, good girls gone bad, Mm -hmm. and I think that's, like, a fun trope because, like, we... I feel like you don't... You get, like, bad girls live fast. Mm -hmm. That I definitely, like, screwed up the lyrics. But, like, I think those types of songs are, like, really fun. Yeah. Everyone's, like, bad in their own way. (laughs) Heather's being cringe this episode. I I just took my antibiotics. (laughs) And, um, High off that antibiotic. And my probiotic, so it doesn't hurt my tummy. So I got lots of things flowing through my veins, but no real thoughts. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love this. But the layering of instruments yeah. and the production is really fun. Because I just like, there's something new happening. Yeah. I like Car- layering. Chapel and Carly collab when. I would, <laughs> you and I would explode. I'd be barricade. I would, like, if they ever perform live <laughs> together, I'd be, like, front row. I sleep out there yeah. on the ground for 24 hours. Actually, the father is no. Carly, the son is Chaplin, <laughs> the Holy Spirit is Addison Ray. <laughs> I'm converting. <Yeah>. Low-key. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Wow. We created a new religion. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my next song, I wanted to choose a song that wasn't, like, so, like, boppy, even though we, she has so many bops, and we mm-hmm. love the bops. I want to do something a little more ballady. So I chose the song Guilty Pleasure. This song has a special place in my heart because it was my sh- um, show theme for when I saw her. So she, like, has themes for each mm-hmm. of her shows. So she had, like, Guilty Pleasure, which was Angels versus Devils. And I went as a devil. Mm-hmm. Rare, I guess. I need to stop meowing. <laughs> it's on the mic. Um, and then I went... Um, 
She also had, like, an alien theme for super graphic ultra-modern girl, mm. some pink pony club actions. Like <laughs> was that. that, like, cowboy? Like, yeah, but okay. it was all, like, everyone wore pink. Those, like, those those pink yeah. cowboy hats yeah. with the little That tiara. they, like, sell outside of bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was, like, that same exact one from Amazon. Yeah. I uh, saw that on TikTok that was, like, oh, I sold, like, these pink cowboy hats outside of bars. I made a $300 profit. <sighs> they should have sat outside Yeah, sat outside, outside the <laughs> Chapel Road show, King. They would have made a... Like a bank. Yeah. Damn. But um, <laughs> my show was Angels vs. Devils, so this song is special to me. I want this like a cigarette. Can we drag it out and never quit? And oh my God, you are heaven sent with your dirty mind. Yeah, you're perverted. You give me guilty, guilty pleasure. The pre-chorus and chorus is so fun to listen to because she's like, it's like, oh my God, she's like, has a guilty pleasure. And it's like, oh you my sounded God. German. <laughs> or no, what is, is that, you sounded like, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just be saying things. And then she's like, I want this like a cigarette. And then she's like, bro, I love perverted people. It's like such a good beat. I mm-hmm. love the chorus. And then there's a part where she low-key yodels, and she used to yodel. Like, that was her, like, I remember I was watching her Instagram story, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm listening to an old song that I yodeled in the background for. What? And I was like, what? And that I, makes a lot of sense for, like, how she, she is a very talented singer. Oh, my God. Because sometimes I listen to people live, and I'm like, whoa, <gasps> who let you do this? Girl, where's the auto-tune? Yeah. I, I really love Olivia Rodrigo live. Like, I, I, a lot of times think she sounds better live than she does like recorded yeah. but sometimes I, I know she's nervous but like sometimes she's just does when not. she's like doing live shows at like award shows yeah i'm talking struggles. about the vmas y'all yeah <laughs> like. no she's good olivia's good live mm-hmm. like i've seen her live but i feel like she gets so nervous yeah. that you just hear it yeah but chapel like no never always good she sound better yeah in real life yeah this is real life. She sounded better in person, yeah. which I, like, didn't think was possible, but, like, oh, my God. There's only, like, two other people who I can think can do that, who? Beyonce and Ariana. Oh, I've seen both of them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my little facts. <laughs> <laughs> my Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, no, you can hear, like, the yodeling. And she's like, ay, 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 in the back. <laughs> Get this girl behind a yodeling mic. No, I, I need to be like the yodel kid in the uh, <laughs> Walmart. Walmart. Mason Ramsey. I forgot about him. King Loki. Yeah. Good for him. I think he, I think he's not a flop. Okay. I think he's made music or something. Probably. He reminds me of the backpack kid. I get them kind of mixed Ooh. up. Ooh. I hate that backpack kid. He's a weirdo. He's just strange. Yeah. I, I be flossing. <laughs> That's next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> just the backpack kid. It's like one song. It's three hours. Us dissecting I be flossing. <laughs> we'll go into like... Like the SNL performance that he first lost <laughs> at, it will like dissect frame by frame. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Respect. Yeah. Do you have a guilty pleasure? Um, I'm trying to think of mine. I'm trying to think what I liked to my what I would classify as my guilty pleasure. Oh my god, I don't even know. I do like normal things. Ooh, I really like um like bad. 
were music from like like kids shows. Like oh, I've been up, listening yeah. to Victorious a lot. I, I was seeing your earbuds activity. <laughs> I was like, wait. I watched the okay. I love listening, but like yeah, I'll listen to like almost anything. I kind of like K-pop a lot. I just watched Blackpink at Coachella. Oh, they were, okay. I watched them. They were so good. They are so fantastic. And when people were like complaining about that lineup, and I was like, y'all aren't even ready for. They were phenomenal. I didn't yeah. even listen to them, but I was like, oh my god. I don't god. listen to them as much as I like watch them like actually perform because yeah. they are fantastic. But I, I like that's a music guilty pleasure of mine. I sometimes will be like, I feel like Addison Rae Loki. Mm. I know we keep talking about her. Mm. I feel embarrassed every time. I oh, play I'm her. never embarrassed. I literally played her in my MDG meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I also sometimes will go back to. Um, I listen to old people music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yesterday I was just listening to Paul McCartney. I was like, mm, I miss home. I feel like Elvis should be your guilty pleasure. Oh, low key, yeah, because yeah. he's an awful person. <laughs> I'd be like, sometimes I'd be like, you know what would hit right now? Mm-hmm. I want to hear if I can dream so bad. Yeah. Like, oh my God, my context, my family has like a weird obsession with Elvis. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Are you going to watch Priscilla? I want to. Me too. I haven't been to a movie theater in so long, but I do want to see. I'm going to the Hunger Games movie. I heard that was really good. Probably. Olivia Rodrigo sings on that. And Chapel's in the background of that song. Did you know that? She does the harmonies for that song. I didn't know that, but I knew she was in the background of Lacey. Oh, I didn't know that either. But, like, yeah, they do collaborations where they harmonize for each other, I think. Queen. I love that. I love my girls. Every time there's a photo of them together, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're but so cuties. I, those are Dan's girls. Yeah. I, <laughs> I literally defend them with my life. Yeah, that's funny. Should we move on to our collective? Yeah, agree- number one. Mike Kink is Karma. Yay! Yeah. This is Heather's, one of her favorite songs, and that's how I found out about it, was yes. because she had it on her Instagram, on her, like, um, spam account, like, it was in her bio, and it was, like, a song I'm obsessed with. And I was, oh, I like... I forgot I used to do that. Yeah. I changed it. I know, but I, like, I liked it. At the time, I was, like, okay. You, um, I would listen to it, and I was, like, oh, I feel that. Because she had been talking about her um, Chapel Run for a while, Heather had. And I was, like, I listened to Pink Pony Club. Wrong introduction to that yeah. song. I really like her, but, like, she has some songs that I just, like, cannot listen to. Hot to go in Pink Pony Club. That's okay. But I... Love my kink is karma because I should have probably listened to that first. Um, but yeah, it was just like so good, and it's really creative lyricism as always. You know, like with Red Wine Supernova, and it doesn't let up on like any of the quality production that Definitely. I feel like. Not that she's known for it, but I feel like it's like a big facet of her music. Um, mm-hmm. and it has just like fun melody, such a good song, and I'm glad we agreed on that one. It was a good one. So, like, for context, my kink is karma. She's, like, she's getting turned on by seeing someone else's misfortune after treating mm-hmm. them well. I mean, tra- treating them bad. Yeah, after, like, a breakup. She's, yeah. like, yeah, I hope you, like, have a terrible life. Uh, she talks about, like, credit something. Yeah. Or, she, well, he, they, uh, the person who, whoever, like, mm-hmm. did her wrong... Ruin her credit that, and still yeah. her cute aesthetic. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I love that. I love that song so much because I'm like, honestly, 
Me too. Like I, Queen. I've recently become a a reinvested in karmic retribution for the people around me. I doubt they're listening to this, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I've after a while, like sometimes karma doesn't feel real, and then something yeah. happens, and you're like, "Wow, that's crazy." Life is good, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank you. yeah. So I, honestly, I kind of feel that with like listening to the song for like like cathartic reasons. Yeah. yeah. And I this is like really like me coming in to be like crazy person, but I really want to work in like the music industry. Like that's hey guys, I want to work in the music <laughs> industry, please hire me. And I was like, I listened to the song she has a part where she goes, It's hot, it's hot. Oh my God, I sound awful. <laughs> oh God, oh God. I was like, oh my God, this queen is a hot sauce brand mm. that's like designed hot to go. Yeah, like like th- this song, like my Kinkas Karma would be the hottest hot sauce, and then like she'd have like this is just like a hot. A she'd sauce have brand. to have little like hot sauce packets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she would to partner. Go. I like that. Yeah. She would partner with a drag queen owned hot sauce brand. Is there such a thing? Yes, I did oh. my research. I literally put, I don't know why I even confronted you about that. I literally put together like a marketing plan that's like <laughs> that's 28 kind of, pages. Oh my gosh. For my queen. Dude, I love that. I'm, See, I'm Heather committed. loves loves and she loves hard and that's the best part about her. Oh my god. Thanks. Yeah. It's a I think it's a great song and I it's so fun. I think it's I don't know what I would say her best song is definitively it's just so many good ones you could i think anyone could say a different one whereas that's like so true with some artists it's very much obvious what their best yeah. song is but this one i th- her i think you could say anyone could say a very different answer it's literally up to like personal taste yeah it's like oh my god my voice is going um it's up to personal taste because mm-hmm. like I don't really like fen- feminine phenomenon that much. Like, I kind of love that song, but I wish it was different. <laughs> the Papa John kind of like throws me off. Yeah, but like I heard people say that's their favorite song from her, and I like I love Casual. I didn't include that. That's a yeah. song I really like. But I was like, people have some. I've what I've seen like collectively is that her earlier stuff like Casual and My King is Carmen mm. and Naked Manhattan are like towards the top of people's mm. like rankings but like s- like songs like um I don't know like Picture You have yeah. this like a special coffee play- oh coffee makes me want to like cry yeah I'm like ooh I actually really liked coffee when I listened to it I was like oh okay because I actually I hadn't listened to she has so many singles. I felt like I'd already listened to the album. No, Sorry, Queen. <laughs> but, like, I didn't listen to it until you came up to me and was, were like, oh, we should, like, do an episode. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I should probably listen to this album before I... And I kind of agree. Like, I feel like a lot of her, like, the newer releases deserve a little bit of love, too. People. Yeah. Even though, like, I am guilty of being like, yeah, After Midnight is probably what my favorite right now. Yeah, I'm yeah. like longing for new Carly music. So I'm <laughs> curiously. That's through. okay. Yeah, but I still love that. I think it's beautiful and like honestly, um, reflective of all the all the the best parts of her. I think so too. Yeah. I think it shows her lyricism, mm-hmm. but she also has some like goofy songs. Because right now I'm looking at the album and she's like. If you're like, oh, yeah, my favorite song, super graphic, ultra modern girl. Like, yeah. girl, what does that mean? <laughs> that song is so goofy. I love that song, but it's just like, oh my gosh, I listened to it, like walking around campus. My eyes were like bulging out of my head <laughs> listening to that. I was like, oh my god, no way. And those 
fugly. Yeah. Jeez. Yes. Oh my God. I was like, whoa, girl, you're going crazy. But uh, yeah, feminine nominon. I that's a hard one to say, first yeah. of all. I you filmed a TikTok with that song, and I wish that would like the part that you filmed where it's like it's a lot more like there's like a lot more music behind like the um the chorus and I wish that was how the chorus was in the entirety of the song where it well, doesn't actually she changed it mm. the, the version I used in my I did it like a fit check thing over yeah. the summer <laughs> I really like uh, fashion yeah <laughs> um, they she changed the backing mm. like instrumentals um, when she re- announced the album she like didn't tell anyone but then someone was like hey feminine nominon changed yeah and then she was like oh yeah because it's a build up more and I wish like I I get it like, I like the part more where it's, like, all the way built up, which yeah, I yeah. think is the most, which obviously, like, duh. Like, but that's my fave. So, I mean. Respect. Yeah, I would just, I should just replay that. <laughs> yeah. I should edit my own. <laughs> There's, like, the old version on the internet somewhere. But yeah. I, like, every song I listen to her, I'm like, yeah, she wrote that with, like, an audience of mine. Because mm-hmm. she's like, can you play a song with yeah. a fucking beat? Yeah. I, did you hear me play a fucking beat? Like, like she, oh my god, I'm like moving back from the camera, right, the camera. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is this, a microphone? I'm just getting really passionate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think she's a very great performer. I'm excited to see where she goes. I mm-hmm. think, like, I keep saying that she's going to be the next big thing, but I gen- genuinely, like, she's not an audience for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't expect, like, young kids to be listening to, like, Naked in Manhattan. Yeah. Like, she's definitely for an older audience, which I think is great. I think it's kind of interesting that she is touring with Olivia because she does have a, sh- like, a, Olivia has, like, a little bit of a younger yeah. audience. So, like, and, uh, like, I wonder how that's... Like, like casual in front of, like, a <laughs> eating me out. Like, girl, <laughs> that is an 11-year-old. <laughs> God, it's okay. Maybe she'll have to. Maybe they'll have to do a screening and yeah. see what. <laughs> Casual is not for the young, no. young at all. <laughs> but um, I, I'm just interested to see where she goes. I see her taking more of like a. Oh my God, Kara, can you talk about Carly anymore? <laughs> I see her taking more of a Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> approach. Really? Well, being a cult classic. Yeah. And yeah. having like cons. Oh. <laughs> my 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 Doc Martin just just got stuck in the in the, in the mic. Oh wait, no, that's a mouse. <laughs> Dude, Heather cannot identify her things today. But anyway, I see her taking more of like a cult, like constant critical acclaim throughout her whole career, while mm-hmm. still like having a constant like audience, but yeah. not being like fully. I think I think Carly. Was once, like, going to be the big thing, and then yeah, it yeah. just, like, kind of... But I don't see... I feel like she has a very specific audience, and I think the fact that she caters towards, like, a queer community kind of makes me think of, like, Troye Sivan, how Troye Sivan is, like, kind of big, but, like, like he, as SNL said, he's gay famous. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I think he's definitely bridged over a little bit yeah. more with this new Which album. I hope is what happens with Chapel, you know? Yeah, I definitely don't think she will be, like you know, Billboard 100, yeah. like, topper, which, like, sure. is okay because she can be successful in her own way. Yeah. It's just her music isn't for everyone. No. But, like, I've seen people, like, listen to her and love her. Mm. And I've seen people be like, this is just, like, not for me. Yeah. And I think, like, she has a sound that, you know, 
you either like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And for the people who like it, they really like it. Mm-hmm. And she has an audience. Like, yeah. she sold out almost every single show. Every show except my show. Really? So weird. And I had the smallest venue. Like, she was selling out, like, f- like 4,000, 3,000 capacity. My capacity was 400 people. And I was like... Okay. She didn't sell it out. No, I don't. Wow. And maybe it was because it was a Sunday night in Las Vegas. Like, yeah. I don't know how many like fans actually live there. Yeah. To be fair, I traveled home for that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But she like sold out her show. She's mm-hmm. like starting her um, European leg for her. People really, really like her album too, which I yeah. agree. It's a great album. It's super fantastic, and I think she has a lot of potential to grow into like a bigger thing yeah you know i feel like she's definitely made um a name for herself and she's created a brand like she just reminds me of like uh you know she's like a character yeah yeah actually that's a great way i think that's what she's been like chapel roan is her character yeah kind of i'm trying to think of who else does that yeah someone else i know i can't i'm trying to think of who's like lady gaga i guess is a character yeah but I feel like they've kind of combined Stephanie <laughs> Stephanie Jeremata, you will never, never be, be famous. famous. <laughs> That's terrible. Poor queen. <laughs> Look at her now. I don't know if you're a big like Lady Gaga stand. I do like Lady Gaga. Yeah. She at my show Chapel covered Bad Romance. It was phenomenal. That sounds great. I, I was wish like I could hear that. I was just like, put this on streaming, yeah. girl. Like I need this absolutely. A Spotify right now. single or something. No, please. I was like, okay, I see some similarities. Yeah, because actually that's a good point. Cause Lady Gaga's success is like when you think about it, it's kind of crazy how successful she was for like how eccentric yeah. of a performer and like a person she was. The meat dress. Yeah, <laughs> she just like sh- like I think she just captured people's attention and I'm wondering if that's like still a possibility in the future for like I don't know if another artist could have like the kind of effect or like the kind of you know persona that Lady Gaga did because that the fame monsters genuinely probably the best pop album of all time so good I would go as far to say that hit after hit after hit after hit Definitely, I see a lot of Lady, Lady Gaga and, like you said, Carly Rae Jepsen. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that, but, like, now that you've said that connection, mm-hmm. like, I see a lot of old pop influences, like, coming into new pop with Chapel, which yeah. I think is really exciting. Because I don't see her being, like, a one-and-done kind of, like, album where, like, she, like, mm-hmm. sort of fizzles out into, like, you know. Yeah. I see her as, like, consistently making, like, good stuff and, like, having a large amount of critical acclaim. Yeah. While still, you know, keeping, like, that core audience. I think so, too. She's, poor girl, has been through it. Listen to the mm-hmm. lyrics of California. You'll yeah. be like, oh, rip queen. Yeah. <laughs> How old is she? Um, let's see. I think she's in her early 20s. Yeah, she could be, like, any age. 25. She Yeah, I would be, She's like, got quite a career ahead mm-hmm. of her. If you haven't listened to her yet, mm-hmm. get ahead of the, like, curve and mm-hmm. start. Because when you're, like, when she blows up, you're like, yeah, I listened to her back, <laughs> back when. Yeah, back when she was, like, you know, just starting. When she had, like, a million singles. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say a million, um... Spotify listeners, <laughs> but sure, a million singles. Sorry, girl, I'm dragging the hell out of you. <laughs> but we love you. Yeah, we do. Um, but yeah, I definitely think she's a great artist if you want to diversify like your pop listening. Like throw in a couple bops, throw mm-hmm. in a couple ballads. I'm not a ballad girl, but I enjoy her ballads. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's. I think we're wrapping it up. That's like she's great. I we're hot to go. It's time. Yeah. It's time to order. <laughs> we up. got to go. <laughs> we, it's hot to go. We got to go. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but I think you'll post this playlist. And yes. Yeah. So take a listen to our choices, and you know, get into know. it. Yeah. Let us know. Hop on the curve. Yeah. But um, we will see you next time. We mm-hmm. dissect a new artist. Maybe. Someone new, yeah. maybe maybe you never heard of them. We'll see what Kara and I both listen to. <laughs> That's half the issues. Yeah, putting an artist that we both listen yeah, to. Yeah, because we could probably do like very separate idea. Like, yeah, but we could like do Charlie XTX together. <gasps> but like, I also have not fully listened to. <sighs> There's, that's a whole thing. Her earlier like, stuff. Yeah. Also, I'm Team Rena, but that's yeah. that's the yeah. point. <laughs> but yeah, tune in and keep an eye out and listen to the music and let us know what you think. Yeah, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>